God's word is essential. God's love for us is so much that he speaks to us through his word, his love letters. Through God, I am able to interpret the word and identify practical ways to apply it and live it. This unlocks a kingdom lifestyle and abundant life promised in Jesus Christ. So who is my target audience? The world. More specifically, unbelievers and believers who want a better understanding of God's word. I found myself after growing up in church all my life, not knowing God personally for who he is. After going through life's hardships, I needed to know him for myself. I had God-sized problems with small shoulders to support it. I searched for him in the pages of his word. And I found out that the theme of his Bible, of his word, was his relentless love for us. So in my prayers, I refer to his word as love letters left for me to find. This is Minister Jasmine Love, and these are love letters. Okay, so we hear all this stuff about this God that seems so far away, that is so big. How could he ever really be concerned with me and what's going on in my life? And I think that's what the problem is with most people is that we see God is a big, far away being that is too big, too large to be concerned about our little old life. But if we read the word, we find that God is concerned about every little thing that has to do with us. He is. It says that he's already numbered the hairs on our head. For something so small is how many hair follicles you have. God is concerned with that. So why wouldn't he be concerned with your problems? Why wouldn't he be concerned with your happiness? Why wouldn't he be concerned with your purpose? The word also says that the sparrow, it costs two copper coins. <laughs> but God even knows when they go down to die and when they wake up in the morning. So how much more are you meant to God? How much more do you mean to God? Trust your value to God. Stop valuing yourself based off of what other people say or how you measure up to everybody else's warped opinion about how your life should be. Measure yourself by how God feels about you. When you measure yourself about how God feels about you, there is not a target that keeps moving. Sometimes when we measure ourselves by people standards, there's a moving target. We don't know how to measure up because they always changing what's actually good and what's bad. And that's because the hearts of men are fickle. But with God, his target doesn't move. He gives you a standard and he puts it there and he leaves it there for you to meet. And then what's so good about God is because he knows we're not perfect, he also instilled grace. So for everything that I fall short on while I'm trying to meet this target that God gave me, he's graced me to come back and try it again without any without any worries about whether 
Does he care that I keep messing up? Is he going to give up on me because I messed up at this three, four times? Is he going to let go as soon as I get close to getting it? Is he going to say, you know what? You tried enough. I got other people who's more worth my time. God is so sovereign that he has the same time for us that he started out with. He just said, just keep pursuing me. Come after my heart. So, in the very same chapter of Luke 12, right after he talks about how important you are and how you don't have to be afraid or even be bothered by what people think of you, he goes on in verse 8 to say, I say to you, whoever declares openly and confesses me before men, speaking freely of me as his Lord, the Son of Man also will declare openly and confess him as one of his own before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied in the presence of the angels of God. So this is nothing different than what we ask any other person that we're in a relationship with. If you with me in the dark, you better be with me in the light. If I'm good enough to take care of you, if I'm good enough to pray to in private, if I'm good enough to answer your prayers, then I need to be good enough to you to proclaim before others. And to go even further, not only do I need to be good enough for you to proclaim, but for you to live a lifestyle that reflects in me. So as we see here, it's not enough to just pray when you're in a pickle and you in your room and you're by yourself and, and you're closed off, it's not enough to have a private relationship with God. You need to have an open relationship with God. Because one thing about having an open relationship with God, that means you put God on the spot for people to have to see what it means to really be in love with God. Because believe it or not, once you say that you love God, you have an audience of people who are waiting to see what loving God does for them. They are waiting to see if it means anything to totally be sold out to God. And because God is put on that pedestal, because you've given God that platform in your life, that means that he has all ability to gain glory through your life. That although you may still have struggles, that he is invested in in your success. He is invested in providing for you because his name is weighed on how he treats you. Now we know because of the love of God, he already intends to love on you and treat you the right way and make sure that you have everything you need. Look at Adam and Eve. Before Adam and Eve got here, God took his time and prepared a place for them to live. He gave them food. He gave them drink. He gave them a purpose. He gave them authority. He gave them a place of authority in his life and not only in his life, but in the world. All that was done before he got they got there. So if he did that for Adam and Eve, I must believe that he's also done that for us. 
He's already given us a place to be. He's already given us a purpose. He's already given us authority. But a lot of us are not walking it because we don't know that we already have it. So with this being the very first episode, I just dare you. I dare you to start walking in the authority. I dare you to start getting bold about your relationship with Jesus and proclaiming him in front of everybody and see how God shows out for you. That doesn't mean that life won't get rough sometimes, but you know there's an appointed end to every rough patch of your life because God wouldn't do you like that. And because God is strong enough to take care of you. There is an appointed end. And I don't know who this is for, but it may feel like soon as something ends, another thing begins. And that's okay too, because that just means where each time you have a rough patch, another glory is being bestowed upon you. And with each and every glory, there's new things that you get to do, new gifts that you see arise from the glory that you're going through. So just stay in there. Hang in there. Don't give up. So what do I do while I'm hanging in there? Minister Jasmine Love, how do I deal with these rough times? How do I get past these times where I feel like I'm being so stretched that eventually I'm just going to pop? That's where you need the presence of God. See, we think that the presence of God is just for that initial moment we get saved. But no, it keeps going. And a lot of times those rough patches push us into a brand new intimacy with God that we've never known before. I can't tell you how hard I've prayed when I was going through the worst things and how quickly God would answer me after my prayer. And it just gave me a new assurance that this God is listening to me. This God is with me. This God that I thought that may not be as friendly or may not be as close as everybody said, he actually is lending his ear to me and he cares. Also, you have to be ready to be humble. <laughs> A lot of times we don't want to go through things because we feel like who are who are we or who are they to put me through something i've already learned i've already arrived i have wisdom you can't teach me nothing i haven't already learned because i am not new to this <laughs> but we don't know that there is a whole facet of us that the world sees that we don't know <laughs> So people can see the insecurities. People can see the shortcomings that we don't see in ourselves. So now, because we don't see it, we walk around like we're perfect and we think that we got it all together, that every insecurity, everything that's wrong, we have that perfectly hidden, even though the world sees it. So God with him caring more about our character than our needs for blessings. He says, because you connected with me, I won't let you go out there lacking. <laughs> for lack of better words, I ain't gonna let you be out there lacking. I'm gonna make sure that you straight because you're connected to me now. I'm gonna show you those things about yourself that you never noticed or you hope nobody else noticed. And we're gonna go to the root of it and we're gonna fix it. And in this time, I'm not gonna just rip the bandaid off. 
I'm going to peel it piece by piece. So it may feel like you're going through thing after thing after thing. And that's because I'm being gentle with you. So when I rip off part of it, I'm going to allow that part to heal. And then I'll rip off a little bit more and allow that part to heal. I won't just have you out there with this womb open for infection and for hurt to get into. God is just so graceful with the way he deals with us, even though those same things that we're dealing with may not even be things that was God's fault. <laughs> it may be things that we picked up along the way of our walk of dealing with people. But God still takes responsibility for it, and he still heals us. So I'm going to end here, but I'd like to end with a prayer. Lord God, I pray that whoever is listening, God, is able to hear you and see you for the first time. And if they've heard you and seen you before, that they get reconnected or that it Get stronger, Lord God, that the fuzziness be removed and they start to see and hear you clear, Lord God. And I pray that they ignite the Holy Spirit that you've already put in them, Lord God, when they decided to be your son or daughter or let them decide to be your son or daughter today. Lord God, we love you and we honor you and let our actions love and honor you as well as our mouth does. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen.